Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 13 of season 3. It is Madman's Paradise. Wow. Well, last week I'm mad. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, last, or last episode, Wheelie convinced a young child to steal, uh, which allowed Cyclonus <laughs> to launch an asteroid at, the, at Cybertron, which caused the destruction of countless, countless priceless artifacts and pieces of history. This episode, we open up with Daniel again. I, I'm going to say that this episode is very similar to the last one. Daniel mm. teams up with a, an Autobot. He has an adventure. His parents look for him. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, uh, but he's at some ceremony with Ambassador Inara from Planet Odessix. Yes, and she's some weird colored thing. <laughs> Creature. Goofy looking, yeah, yeah tall skinny like fish looking alien. And, yeah. and she's, oh, who talks like this? And <laughs> yeah. says, oh, what a darling this young offspring is. This darling post-embryonic form yeah. or something. Oh, God. And Dana uh, gets like the, hey, I'm a boy, I'm not a darling. I'm like yeah. tough. And, and the thing literally turns red. Yes, yeah, she it's does. Like, it's kind of a neat idea. It's like kind of weird. Uh, but Daniel's, Daniel's like, Go. Yeah, he's bored out of his mind, and his parents let him go and say, don't get your uh, tuxedo dirty. They're all in tuxedos. Um, th- they're in the tuxedo version of the white-gray jumpsuit. Pretty much, yeah. Like, Carly looks like Car- she's in an she Elvis outfit. Yeah, she got this cape. <laughs> and, she, like, oh, yeah, it, it's it's not, dude, it's not Elvis. It's Liberace. Oh, there you go. Yes, there you go. Liberace or Fat Elvis, one of the two. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> Except for the platform shoes. You just get regular boots on. Yeah, Daniel was, you know, grumping. Rah, 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 no kids to play with. I don't like Cybertron. And he walks yeah, past Grimlock, dumb. who's in an apron and a bow tie, carrying a tray <laughs> of drinks. <laughs> he's got a tray of drinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he, right away, he's like, I hate this place, too. I was like, oh, when did this happen? Yeah, it was like he wanted to go to Cybertron a long time ago, man. Yeah. Like, Anyway, so they, they while they're going around and oh, I hate me hate Cybertron too. Daniel kicks this piece of metal that like bounces off a wall, hits off on a floor, and dings a panel that opens a trap door down to a tunnel. So now this is where we are. And Daniel's like, oh, I wonder what's inside there. So he's just kind of carefully having a look. And then Grimlock, he's like, oh, he wants to have a look too. Me look too. <laughs> he just jams his whole face in there and it knocks Daniel down inside it. And then he slips and falls, but his apron catches on the, like a gear on the trap door and he falls down. And they end up in this room where... I'm going to go in the flying thing again, Paul. They, so they uh, go down this like big slide, and it's a jump. So Daniel flies through the air and grabs onto the edge of this other platform on the other side of a giant chasm. And Grimlock's coming down right behind him. And I mean, Daniel's like, Grimlock, transform. I'm like, aha. He's exactly. going to tell Grimlock, transform and start flying, because yep. Grimlock can do yep. that. But, but he doesn't nope. fly. He does transform. But. No. Yeah, he, <laughs> fly, he transforms and then just grabs the edge, which if that was the case, if that's what you're going to do from the beginning, I would have. It would be funnier to see him grab the edge with his tiny little T-Rex hands. But he grabs with his, his robot form hands and pulls himself up. And, you know, of course, he goes, that was fun. We do again. And they, no, and they walk off. <laughs> They come into a room that's just it looked like hieroglyphics, that's but it's full it of full of runes. The walls are just covered it's in them. Like the, the like the birds and snakes yeah. and like pyramids yeah, and, exactly. and trees and shit like that. Yeah, it's like it, Egyptian hieroglyphics. It, it, it is. It's it's bad hieroglyphics. But they uh, Grimlock starts blowing the dust off. It makes Daniel get a little sneeze in his nose. <laughs> yeah. And they see that one of the portals is like <laughs> yeah. a giant dragon. 
and Grimlock's like, he pretty sexy. Check out that tail. Ooh, apple <laughs> bottom. And Grimlock smacks this thing with his tail, and it turns out it's a button that activates this thing. This big red circle appears on the floor, and they're right in the middle of it, and they start to sink into the floor. And they end up in this dark, creepy, swampy-looking place, and Grimlock's... Yeah, like on another planet. Yeah, and Grimlock's like, I think this might be California. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, even California isn't this weird. It's like, what? But, yeah, the, 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 the joke there is Florida. <laughs> yeah. Or New Jersey or something, but you, you never well, hear just, California yeah. being the butt of too many jokes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless it's like about kale salad. <laughs> yeah. So while they're trying to figure out where they are, there's this little imp-looking bat thing in the tree. Yeah, that, this little that, dragon bird thing. Yeah. yeah, sees them. So imp-looking bat dragon <laughs> bird thing. Like, Ugly bird. <laughs> that no sees life. them and flies off to this nearby castle and tells this cloaked figure, who we're going to find out later is the Red Wizard, so we're just going to call mm, him the Red Wizard now. Like call him like the Wizard or the Alchemist or something. Yeah. And, and he's watching them with his magic mirror on the wall. And oh, and he states that they're both new to Menonia, yeah, Menonia which is, is the, name the name of this name country, city, town, planet, state, dimension, planet, who knows. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're, there was actually, I like this, where they're, Grimlock and Daniel are walking along, and these trees start to turn into, like, one-eyed Yeah, like Cyclops beings, things. Humanoids. But then, their bottom becomes these half-boar, half-warthog, half-mammoth, like, yeah, things. So it's almost like they're riding... If you can picture a tree person riding on top of a tree rhino warthog mammoth, but they're they're all one piece. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not like a centaur where it's one thing. It's one piece, but it's like two different creatures connected Whoever together. Whoever thought yeah, up that creature and the artist who uh, drew it, kudos. Great, mm, great visual. Well yeah, great visual. Uh, but they decide. They say, "Who do you fight for?" Which is a neat little cultural thing that they're 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 very much a warrior race. Mm. Uh, I'm reading way too much into this. Uh, <laughs> but Grimlock's like, "We don't fight for anybody." And they say, "Well, we fight for the golden one." And they attack, and Grimlock <laughs> fights back. Yeah, I love how one of them throws a boomerang, and yeah. the very next shot it shows Daniel plugging his ears. Like, why? Like, what? What does he think? <laughs> But, but Grimlock it catches it in his mouth and then he eats it. And this isn't what I would tasty or something, but it's different. Or, oh my god! So we go back to uh, Earth and or to Cybertron or who the fuck? I, don't know, I think it's Cybertron. Are. Yeah. Okay. And Carly, uh, this episode, Carly we finally get to hear her talk again. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, she is fairly prominent in this. There was a, a nice, there's a nice mother son moment later, but uh, she can't. And this was the exact same beat as when Spike did it in the last episode, where she can't find <laughs> yeah. Daniel, so she goes to Magnus, and Magnus is like, I don't know where he is. But then yeah, Inara well, comes. Fucking keeper. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. What is wrong with you two? Look after your fucking kid. I'm a soldier. Yeah, he's the only one you got. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, you can't even look after that. <laughs> so he uh, then Inara comes up, the ambassador, and she's like, I saw him leaving with Grimlock. And they're like, Grimlock! And they run after him. <laughs> oh, and oh, Blaster's like, I know how we'll get him. And he unleashes Steeljaw. He starts to sniff out Daniel. And then we cut yeah. back to these tree centaur guy things, and they basically tie Grimlock, they electrocute him and tie him down, and then others drag Daniel away, and we go to a commercial break. I love there's one thing Rodimus says back here, uh, back of it, where he's like, all right, just everybody just stay calm until we know what's going on, then we'll panic. <laughs> like, yeah. I love that line. That was a good line. 
the way when we come back from the commercial break, uh, Grimlock's tied down. Daniel's being dragged away, and this cloaked figure. We go back to the cloaked figure in the mm. castle, and he he reaches out and his hand is tentacles. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I wonder what that could be. And he shoots electricity like out of the window lightning. at the tree centaurs. Yeah, and it, it, yeah, red it turns them back into trees and just burns one of them right in half. Yeah. <laughs> and then right away he's just there. Bang, and, he's there. Yeah, and, like, and he's okay, like, oh, hey, how you doing? Wizard. He can probably teleport, so fine. And there yeah. was... This was one layer I didn't understand why they went to it. He was like, I'm a, basically he says, I'm a representative of the Red Wizard, and the Red Wizard would like you to come to his castle so you can talk to him. Dude, you're wearing a red cloak. <laughs> why not just say, hey, I'm the Red Wizard. Come to my castle. I'd like to talk to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> These guys don't know the... I don't understand why he, and for the rest of the episode, he hides it from them that he's the Red Wizard. Mm. So they... And, and Daniel's immediately like, oh, hi, I'm Daniel, and yeah, I like cookies from strangers, and like, the thing goes to shake Daniel's hand, and the tentacle changes, to, I thought it was a woman's hand at first, because it's got long fingernails. It's like claws over It changes yeah. to a hand, yeah. So they follow the Red Wizard. Actually, Daniel's like, I don't know, my mom said don't follow strangers, and Grimlock's like... Oh, I like what Grimlock says yeah, here. He's like, yeah. everybody's a stranger here. If we didn't follow a stranger, we wouldn't go anywhere. Yeah. He's not wrong. Kind of true, but you wouldn't think Grimlock would come up with that. You'd think it would be, like, the other way around. Grimlock would say something about how, like, you know, you shouldn't go somewhere with strangers or whatever, and then Daniel would be like, what else choice do we have? Like, I like when Grimlock uses... I mean, because arguably, it's a bad idea. They should not be doing this. Uh, and I like that Grimlock uses mm. basic logic to to get to the wrong place. <laughs> so the Red yeah. Wizard takes them in, kind of feeds them. They're, They're having dinner. dinner now. And, and he gives them a story going. about how th- we do this through flashbacks. And it was actually a neat story device here where he starts telling a story about how the Red Wizard came down from the sky and he got trained yeah. by the Golden One. And we see this. But then as he starts to tell the story, what we see and what he's saying diverge where he like says the narration is one thing. And what it shows is clearly the opposite. It's like there were centuries of peace and it shows people like being burned alive yeah. and working as slaves with these things cracking whips at them and shit. It's like. Oh, that's like a piece to me, yeah. But he tells them that the Golden One one day uh, mysteriously vanished. But what we see is him lock or trap the Golden One in a cave with a giant boulder. Technically not a cave-in. Yeah. He just rolled a boulder in, very Christ-like. That was last season in. Uh, Yeah, Steve's good. (laughs) Uh, And then, yeah, he keeps telling this story about how there's peace and prosperity, but these horrible people want to destroy that. And what we see in the visuals is that he, yeah, he is enslaved the population and they're starting to rise up against him. Whether Daniel fell asleep or if they poisoned him or something, like, he's asleep now. Roofies. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, these two servants that look like they're made out of wood, <laughs> basically. They, they do. They look like wooden transformers. The wizard is basically like, all right, just take him somewhere more comfortable or whatever. And technically, they do. <laughs> yeah. uh, because uh, what? Oh, uh, we do a quick cutaway where Steeljaw uh, finds the trapdoor, jumps yeah, down the hallway. Yeah, they find part hall. of Daniel's but jacket then, off his uh, suit and uh, Ramhorn prize. Oh, I, thought, I thought it was uh, Grimlock's apron. Oh, maybe that's what it was then. Because Carly finds something later that I thought it was the same thing but yeah i guess it would be grimlock's thing yeah she finds anyway uh but we do they do take daniel somewhere uh, more comfy because he gets put on this nice, cozy, uh, big bed of hay with yeah, a nice soft blanket over it. Nice, Much yeah. more comfortable than a table at a ch- or a chair at a table. Unfortunately, it's in a prison cell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, back up with Grimlock and the wizard. This wizard has a complete meltdown of why he eats. Oh, he loses his fucking shit. <laughs> 
Grimlock's just standing there looking at him. <laughs> well, Grim, Grimlock, I uh, forget what he asks, but he's like, uh, well, where is the Red Wizard now, I think? Because the, the Red Wizard, who they, doesn't, they don't know he's a Red Wizard still, yeah. uh, the Red Wizard is saying, oh, the Red Wizard is going to do this, and he's going to do that, and here's what's going to happen, and I need your help to fight the, the bad people. And Grimlock, <laughs> I think he asks, where's the Red Wizard now? And he's like... Jesus Christ, he's working so hard. Can you knock it off his ass for five minutes? Like, he just gets really defensive. And Grimlock's like, I just want to know where he is. Yeah, it's like, whoa, didn't mean to get you upset there, guys. So, but he sends Grimlock out to attack the, the peasants. And then we go back to Earth, or Cybertron, Jesus, and uh, Rewind, I think it is, reads the runes and Figures out this is a neat idea, actually. Well, I was kind of thinking, why is Rewind the expert on this? Because Perceptor's right there. But I'm thinking, wait a minute. He's a storage device named Rewind. Of course he's a history expert. Like, that that actually does make sense. So, like, yeah. all right, well, okay. Let's, it really does. I'll leave him alone. <laughs> Touche, yeah. show. Yeah, got me Touché. again. Uh, but this place is, I guess, a, a trans a teleportation station for Quintesson mm. criminals. Quintessons who were convicted of crimes would be banished to other places, and this was where they they launched them or teleported them to those places. Neat idea. And they, I can't remember the guy's name, but they find out that one of them uh, got Mara El Utha. There was, you go. Is the one he was accused of practicing sorcery, so they oh, yeah. banished him to this other dimension called Menonia. Which, canon wise, makes sense. I've said it before. Magic exists. In this, we've met wizards and dragons in the Earth's past. Earth's paths, paths, this, 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 having a stroke. <laughs> Magic exists, so it makes sense that this guy was researching sorcery. Anyway, uh, they're gonna, uh, they're gonna follow, and. <laughs> They, so they teleport. So we go back to Daniel in his jail or his prison cell, and he finds this old man in a red cloak who's asking for water, and he looks just like the Red Wizard. What? Oh, I wonder who it could bom, be. Bom, bom. So yeah, Daniel gets him some water from the only jug in the room, because I'm sure it's not poisoned. It's got to be safe. So the old man reveals that he was a fellow pupil of the Golden One. The Golden and One. And the Red yes. Wizard uses this, his form to uh, deceive the populace, I guess. Mm. And uh, Daniel uh, has, like, a laser knife. They didn't check him for weapons before <laughs> they just, Yeah, exactly. Like, this is the... Uh, anyway, yeah, it's like the Dr. Evil school of imprisonment. <laughs> yeah, when he yeah, when he frees him, he just... This laser knife, like, turns on, glows red, and he just rests it against the old man's... Mm. Uh, the, the real Red Wizard's um, restraints. Yeah. Then we go to the actual battle. So Grimlock isn't really fighting any of the oh, attackers kind of hanging out <laughs> gets hit in the head with a rock <laughs> yeah because outside like the, the castle's under attack by like these flying things like it's uh, humanoids yeah. that have wings and flying and there's catapults firing at like full auto speed but none of them are moving and there's six identical wizards yep. in blue robes with yellow belts with lightning bolts yeah. very tasteful and it's like one of the bird things drops boiling oil onto these wood servant things and it just burns them to ashes immediately it's like Whoa. And they're not really attacking back until the red wizard, or the evil red wizard imposter, in his mm. tower, literally just turns into energy and flies out the window? Is that ball of energy. That's what it looks like, is that he flies out and attacks the catapults, and then finally Grimlock's like, okay, I guess I can fight now. He transforms, yeah. and he shoots these blue robe guys, and one of them, as he's fallen, just offhandedly fires a magical missile or something. Pretty it, much. It destroys the dungeon window, and like now the ceiling 
feelings coming in on Daniel and the old and the old man and commercial break. And when we come back, they're they're fine. They're they're both fine. They're oh fine. yeah, they're great. They're they, fine. Yeah, they're now, fine. now it's a hole in the wall, not a hole in the window. And Daniel yeah. and the old man escape, and there's like a dozen other people run out behind them. It's like, yeah. where are these guys? It's like, <laughs> and then Magnus Blaster, Carly, Rewind, Steel, John, Ramhorn, I believe, fall out of the sky, yeah. and uh, right away Carly's like, is that Grimlock on a castle? And yeah, it is. Yeah, they see him defending a castle, but what would you think, right? Like, if Grimlock's defending that, probably whatever's attacking it is probably the enemy, right? So I, I would think this acid was totally worth it. <laughs> that too. <laughs> so uh, we cut over to Daniel and the old man, and they're kind of wandering through the forest, and, and uh, mm. or the, he, the real red wizard, and he's like, this is the cave where the golden one was imprisoned, but I can't move that rock. If only there was somebody strong. Uh, yeah, but the wind picks up. He kind of spell to free him. And like, yeah. that, oh, I thought it was a spell he was chanting, and the wind kind of came up. Yeah, I, I, they didn't. No. I mean, because it doesn't work, right? Later on, they need Ramhorn. No, but yeah, it's not it, it felt enough. it did kind of feel like he was summoning something because yeah, the, the wind kicks up right away and that blows off Daniel's collar or bow tie or I don't know what. Oh, that's the thing that Carly finds. Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't really notice that. All right, and then uh, so then we go back and the Autobots join the fight. Ramhorn again just charges in the battlefield and starts smashing <laughs> yeah. shit up. He rams a battering ram, with, yeah. the head of which is shaped like a ram, like a yeah. male sheep's head. So. Man. He literally rams a battering ram. Oh, my. Yeah. Wow. So that's, while this fight is going along on, uh, Daniel's bow tie lands beside Carly, and she picks it up. And she's like, that's Daniel's. I know it. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, they could have just, like, had his name written on it, but they don't. Mm, and, I, I like how um, Steeljaw and Ramhorn are just making animal noises. Like, last yeah. time, Ramhorn was talking, and it just looked dumb <laughs> it, like, it kind of does yeah like ravage doesn't talk Laserbeak doesn't talk or, or even like when uh we're, we're used to it with grimlock by now uh, with him talking in dinosaur mode but when they had the other dinobots talking in dinosaur mode it just looked silly uh anyway. steel jaw arrives to find daniel and carly comes soon after and this was uh it was kind of cute where daniel's like steel jaw boy did i am i glad to see you and carly's like what no hug for your mom he's like mom and it was <laughs> yeah. it's kind of a cute moment he you know just like i, oh, I, I, I like carly I like Daniel. Everything's just fine, except everything is the opposite of fine right now. Like, yeah, anyway, exactly. Yeah. Well, and she says the the rest of the Autobots are over there helping the the Red Wizard, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Mom, Red Wizard's the bad guy. Don't you know? <laughs> Red Wizard's the bad guy. Nobody dabs anymore." <laughs> So, but he says, the, the, but the golden one's in that cave. We just need a way to get him out. And Ramhorn doesn't even say, I'll do it. He just does it. <laughs> yeah. Just scrapes his off a few times and smash yeah. straight into it. And this thing just immediately comes out. Like, uh, good thing Ramhorn didn't hit him. <laughs> like, really? But yeah, wow. he was like standing behind. And there was, uh, it was set up for a bit that he was going to be super weak, but he seems to be okay. Uh, enough that he turns into a fucking dragon. Yeah, it's it's like, and he flies to the castle. It's like, wait a minute. If he could turn into a dragon, why didn't he just... It turns out that he needs sunlight is his source of power. So if he's in the cave, he's powerless. So they don't really explain it all that well. But that's what I get out of it anyway. Okay. Well, that if that's the case, if that I missed it. But if that was set up, that that makes sense. While this is uh, going on, he, tur he turns into the dragon and flies away. And while he does that, uh, we go to the castle. And Magnus is listening to the res Red Wizard talk. And he's like... He's like, I don't like the sound of this guy. <laughs> uh, and and uh, Grimlock's like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I figured he was okay. And then as soon as that they're saying that, the golden one arrives and attacks the Red Wizard and hits him with something that exposes him as a quintesson. <gasps> 
Really? The tentacle was a Quintesson? Uh, anyway. So, yeah, the, this Quintesson just zaps the Autobots off the castle. Yep. So he's his place again. Yeah. And the, he zaps <laughs> the, the golden one to weakens, weakens him so much that he, he can't summon the audio, the uh, oral power to project his voice enough to cast a spell, which is kind of neat. Yeah, because this wizard, he needs to he be able to hear the spell for it to work on him or something. Yeah. But they, they come up with a neat contingency here. <laughs> Ultra Magnus is like Blaster. Transform. <laughs> Just grabs the microphone. is like, here, talk into this. <laughs> and it works because they zap this Quintesson literally into nothing. They just zap him with electricity. Yeah, he just says a bunch of random words. He does. And just falls under the tower. It just burns to ashes. It's like, Whoa, okay. <laughs> and then that's it. And go. then the day's saved, and the golden one's like, all right, thank you very much. And he teleports them up, like uh, lifts them up, levitates them. Thank yeah, he you. levitates them up and, into uh, the, the hole and, in the sky. Uh, they go through the portal, and that's the day's saved, and yay. Quintessons have some kind of chamber they used in ancient days to banish criminals to other dimensions. Fine. And, and Rewind, who was apparently a Cybertron history expert, which kind of makes sense if you think about it. He's a storage advice named Rewind. Anyway, he explains that two criminals were banished to places where they probably died as soon as they got there, or at the very least weren't having a very good time from that point on. Then they banished uh, Quintesson, accused of sorcery, to a dimension where magic is a very real thing, and there are dragons and flying people and castles on high cliffs. Like, doesn't seem to me like much of a punishment for this guy. In fact, he pretty much makes himself a living god as soon as he gets there. Like, why would they send him there? For that matter, if this guy knew this room existed and he knew this place existed, why didn't he come down here and banish himself to the place long ago? Like... There's the end of another Transformers Nippickers podcast show. It was a pretty good episode. I like this one. It was fun. The season three has been better than I thought it would be. This one reminded me of that uh, Decepticon Raider and King Arthur's Court thing. It was just a dumb episode, but it's a fun, dumb episode. You know what I mean? Uh, if you want to see something fun and dumb, you can find us on Twitter. <laughs> I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at P. McPherson 1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app and tell all your friends. Tell everybody you know, and then next episode will be Carnage and C Minor. So we'll yes. see you then, Paul. <laughs> 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 Everybody just stay calm until we know what's going on, then we'll panic.